Hi, this is Campus Pastor Scott Lasea, and I want to welcome you to the Chunky Theological Salsa Podcast, Special Edition, Advent. Welcome once again to Advent, to this intentional season of looking forward to waiting, to expecting, and to longing for the Messiah to come once and for all. This is Samir Yadav, Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Westmont College. Let's pray. Creator of all things, keep us alert to the signs of Christ's return and attentive to the needs of your people so that we may live with joy and purpose and eagerly welcome the King of glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to invite you into a moment of silence to calm your heart and your mind and prepare your soul to encounter God in and through God's word and through God's presence as we contemplate together. So you can focus on your breath as you breathe in and breathe out. Our scripture reading for today is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 6 through 14. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Because of such things, God's wrath comes upon the disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you were once darkness, but you are light in the Lord now. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what is pleasing to the Lord. Have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. And this is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. As I thought about this passage, it called to mind the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. As depicted by the Gospel of John, because John describes Jesus precisely as a light that shines in the darkness. And the darkness um, couldn't, did not comprehend it. But those that received Jesus uh, were given the right or the authority, the exousios, it says, to, to, to be the children of God. And so the idea of light that bears other lights is what we find in the work of Jesus in his life. His life was light. And the kind of life that we see Jesus living is a life of goodness, righteousness, and truth. But for us to see and live in and to bear the fruit of, to live as children of the light, we have to look to Jesus's way of being um, and exemplifying goodness, righteousness, and truth. 
We have to, in other words, as it says in verse 10, find out what pleases the Lord and expose darkness. And that's just what we find Jesus doing in his life. He confronts primarily gatekeepers. Jesus confronts religious gatekeepers who, in their arrogance of thinking that they understand precisely what God wants and from whom God wants it and when and how God wants it, they make a presumption about their possession of the truth, possession of goodness and righteousness. And by doing that, they leave out precisely the people among whom God reveals the kingdom, to the weak, to the lowly, to the poor, to the marginalized, to those who have nothing to give, to those who Jesus um, attends as those who are who don't matter, who are insignificant, um, who don't have the, the power to pull the levers to be the gatekeepers. And those are the ones in and through whom Jesus says the kingdom comes. And we see Jesus' healing ministry and teaching ministry bearing fruit, bearing fruit among his disciples and through his disciples, through the outworking of his ministry, but in a way that precisely exposes the darkness of those gatekeepers. And in exposing their darkness, it arouses their anger. Um, and that's what gets Jesus killed. But when God raises Jesus from the dead, God... Um, shows that the light of God cannot be extinguished because the light that is Jesus's life is the light of God, which can never go out. And so the spreading of that light through the discipleship and through followers that are to the world as Jesus is to the world, as lights that expose darkness, expose the arrogance of the gatekeepers um, for the sake of those who... Um, have, are the least well-off in advocacy for them and on their behalf. It's, though, it's that kind of action, that kind of imitation of the life of Jesus that brings us to our own resurrection, just as Jesus was light uh, cast into the world, exposing the darkness, insofar as we imitate him and find out through that imitation what is pleasing to the Lord, we will likewise be raised. Um, and Jesus' light will be our light, and we will wake with that light from the dead as Christ shines upon us. A helpful practice that I encourage you to observe today is at the end of the day, think back on your day and prayerfully ask God to draw your attention to some of the things that were true and right and good. Things that, not that just by thinking about the, what the content of, the, of some truth claims, but actually in your lived experience of the day. The things that you experienced as true, right, and good. And prayerfully consider how you could live into those things tomorrow. As cracks where light comes through that you could force your fingers into those cracks and, and let more of that same light through tomorrow. Let's pray. God, awaken us to your glory and our need for you. Make what is good and true and beautiful vivid to us that we might seek those things and discern, find out how to bear fruit for your kingdom. Always looking to Christ, 
to find out. Amen.